there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside, as always, Tyler. Very hungover today, Frank. Yes, it is the, it is the hangover edition. Uh, we had a wild night of whatever the fuck that was last night. Yeah. Uh, trying to play some games, getting too drunk to actually play games. Yeah. I feel like that's the first time in a long time that's happened um, where we've played games over the internet and gotten drunk. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was a damn good time, but yeah, I'm hungover, tired as hell, not feeling the best. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, of course... I, I know in America, daylight savings time is a thing. Yep. And holy shit, I, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Basically, I, stayed up through it. Yeah. <laughs> I, in a way. Yeah, I guess so. Shit, that did happen, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, we've got a show. I, <laughs> I think the clock said three thirty when I went to bed. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, I, and then I, I had to get up a little early too. It's uh, yeah, bad. We should not do that. Stop fucking with the clocks. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't do that anymore. It's a, it, it's weird. I don't like it. Mm. Whatever. But you know, it was fun. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, it was fun. I guess we should just get right into it since we're talking about it. We played games. Imagine that. This is a podcast about video games, and guess what? We played video games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, guess, we played a couple. Yeah, I guess we started out with Call of Duty? Yep. Yeah. Played some gunfight. Yes. Um... So we did 2v2, just you and me waiting for other people. Um, and then later we did, they're running 3v3. Oh, um, yeah. God damn, that game mode's good. Yeah, it's it's really good at forcing people out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so you, you every two rounds, the uh, weapons and equipment changes, um, but everybody's using the same stuff. And then it's just kind of elimination. And uh, you also don't regain uh, health, yeah. which is yeah. an interesting thing that I kind of didn't take notice to until last night. Um, so, and you know, you know how much total health the other team has and your team. Um, but yeah, it's first six rounds wins and it's a hoot, man. I mean, it's, it's incredibly intense and thrilling. And it's kind of when I think about it, I'm like, where was this previously for Call of Duty? Like, I feel like it's perfect for Call of Duty and kind of crazy. It uh, took until now to have something like this. I know they had gun game before, um, but that was that's different than what what this is. Yeah, I I think that you know gunfight is one of those things that uh call of duty call of duty has been at the top for a while now and yeah. they haven't had to change much but uh gunfight is a thing that yeah it's it's definitely a welcome addition i i wonder what other things they have uh 
they have lined up. Right. And uh, so, I mean, we, we had some really good matches as well. Um, we ended on a very bad note, <laughs> a very, very bad note um, where we were up five to nothing and lost. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that was about the tipping point for the night. <laughs> yeah, that was that was just bad. It, it, like we were crushing them. And then just got fucking wrecked. Um, so that was that was frustrating. But also finally got to play like a lot more of the maps for Gunfight. And I mean, they, they have a good variety of them. And, you know, we played on a map called Atrium, which is wild because it's just incredibly tiny. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's like about the size of an like an office <laughs> space, like just right. If yeah, it's it was so like you could basically take a step and know which route the other team was taking. Yes. And yeah, it was a lot of rushing up the middle. Yep. Yeah. 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 That that map was cool. The the other one we played called Hill, I think it is. Where oh god. Oh man, there's just a lot of like bushes and trees you can blend into and hide behind and. Man, I, I like that map and I hate it at the same time because it's so hard to see people sometimes when where they're hiding, but that's also somewhat of the fun of it. Um, that first match we played on on that map was so fucking infuriating. Um, but later we played and wrecked the other team, oh, which yeah. was great. Um, so like I like that map and I hate it at the same time. Um a lot of maps are really well designed, and they even use uh, rust and shipment in in this, which is interesting. Um, rust is probably on the bigger side, I feel, yeah. for for a map like this, and, and what you need. Um, kind of don't need anything bigger bigger than rust. Yeah, but yeah, I I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's yeah. Call of Duty, that this most recent one is very good. Like, oh, I it's excellent. Man. I don't, I don't want another Call of Duty. Really, if I'm being honest, I just want to play this one. I agree. It's going to be very hard for them to convince me to want to move on from this game because it's so so well designed and uh, it's. Kudos to Infinity Ward, man. I, I've I've kind of been down on a lot of Infinity Ward Call of Duty since uh, Modern Warfare Two, personally. And uh, you know, I know Three gets some love. I like the campaign of Three. I just didn't really dig the multiplayer in the maps too much. Um, and then Ghost and Infinite Warfare were the greatest. But man, they really killed it uh, with this game. And also, I finished the campaign for this game as well Whoa, there that's probably go. the biggest thing of note that i did on my own and um yeah that highway at death mission is interesting finishing that i'm like okay um I, and you know we talk about that a lot it's just kind of dumb how they downplayed that yeah it's just it's a mess they didn't need to step in right exactly and i feel like they could have 
still told the same story in a diff- in just changed that mission to be something totally different and still could have gotten kind of the same effect out of it and what they were going for. Um, so yeah, a little unnecessary there, but overall I did like the campaign. I think it's definitely on, on the better side of call of duty campaigns recently, but it's not a, uh, this earth shattering, totally change it up sort of campaign in my opinion for call of duty, like they were touting it to be. Um, but there's some intense stuff. Like I really liked one of the missions towards the end. Um, I think it's called going dark. And it's kind of open-ended. Like, you have to find this guy, and they give you three different areas, and it's just this giant map at nighttime. And you're, like, shooting out lights and sneaking through. I, that mission was fucking sweet and, and a lot of fun to play. Um, and the last mission, I don't know, was fine, but it's kind of like a Call of Duty final mission. You're shooting a lot of dudes and blowing shit up and... I don't know. But then some of the teases sort of at the end that sort of, you know, hint at uh, more Modern Warfare characters kind of returning, um, or the original Modern Warfare, um, yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't know what else there is to say about this Call of Duty. It's, it's yeah. one of the good ones. I, I mean, most of them are pretty decent, but... Yeah. yeah. I think it's definitely the best of this generation, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hands down. And, uh, you know, who knows? With Battle Royale, probably soon. That, Maybe see, next that, season. See, know. that's a thing I don't need. I agree. I, I don't need it either, but um, it'll be interesting to see how well done it might be, or not as well done, compared to Blackout and Apex sort of thing. Yeah, but but I agree. The game doesn't need it because the shooting feels so good on smaller scale maps. Even playing like um, Ground War uh, is is fun for maybe a match or two, but you really want that close quarters intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a hoot. It was a hoot, and then we got hooted on. Rocket League? I, I don't know if that that was that's a thing. <laughs> uh, we got our uh, fucking asses kicked in Rocket League. Yeah, that was that was uh that was bad. That it was, was very just... bad. Um, gosh, I feel like the first match we scored three goals and we still lost. And then every match after that, we got our fucking asses kicked. And I think we probably scored two goals and they were all by you. <laughs> you probably felt it was four on one, to be honest with you. It, it, lo- it looked <laughs> that we way. fucking useless. Yeah, like the three of y'all were like all in the same spot, like yeah. half the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I, I have gotten so bad at Rocket League. Um, and not only have I gotten bad at Rocket League compared to uh, when I was playing it a lot when it came out, but everybody else got so much better. So there's a very large gap there in skill. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I do like some of the new like arenas that they have that I haven't seen. Like um, the what was it? 
Temple Do- Temple of Dawn or whatever. Yeah, that one was. Yeah, I like that one. That that's definitely new. Um, a lot of new music in the game now too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure like how big these artists are, but like it seems like they're just licensing established artists to do right. music for that game. But uh, yeah, it's it's Rocket League. I, I like what they've done to it. I like how they shifted the model over to like um to not having the random fucking boxes to open. And yeah, it's it's a game that I keep my eye on, but I don't play very much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh but I I like it. I I hope we get Rocket League for the next generation of consoles as well. Like it would be yeah. It would be really weird not to have Rocket League. Right. And with them being backwards compatible, you know, hopefully hopefully that's the case. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, we got our asses kicked there, and then we decided to play Destiny 2. Oh, God. And that didn't go well either. <laughs> that, was, that was just dreadful. Um, yeah, you know, we got our asses smacked there. After playing like uh, games like Apex and Call of Duty for a while, and then not having not played uh, Destiny Two, that yeah. game moves so much slower. It does. It definitely does. It feels uh, a lot thicker um, in terms of its movement. <laughs> nice and thick, man. Um, yeah, that that didn't go well. <laughs> no. And I think after that, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking fuck off for the night and do things that don't require much coordination. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after after you got off, we decided to uh, play Apex. <laughs> um, I'm not going to so, guess. Just just tell me how that went. Well, I will. I will tell you. And you might honestly be a little surprised. Um so we decided to play. We knew it wasn't going to end well, but we were going to just pull, you know, play a little, little differently, I guess, than usual, and not be uh, bloodthirsty sort of thing, and just kind of. Are you trying to call me out? No, I'm not trying to call you out. It's just you, like you know us three, um, and you know, especially the other two. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm good at Apex, but I, I've had matches where I've done well. Um, so we're not going to win based off of just wrecking dudes and getting through to the end We're we got to kind of wait it out and then just kind of make the right moves at the end to try to win. And I think we played four matches, four or five matches. And, uh, the very first one we finished second, um, and it came down to us and another team. And um, I know specifically myself, I am awful at long distance uh, fights in Apex. And we just kind of got picked off. And that's how that ended. But it still still felt good to get all the way to the end. Um, and then we played a couple other matches, which kind of uh, didn't go so great, kind of died early. Uh <laughs> One of our matches, we were going to land at the um, Mirage, like, party area, yeah. that ship. And, oh, my God, the amount of teams. That, I know that's t- typically a hot area, but this was the hottest that I've ever seen it. 
And so we fucking aborted out of there. But then the problem is, is everybody kills each other there and then they start making their way out. So, you know, we, we, you know, looted some areas, but then just got, we got jumped and we're totally, uh, outmatched in terms of like weapons and equipment. Um, but then the final match we finished fourth or fifth, I think. And we ended up having now, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. When I say this, this might surprise you. We had seven squad kills. Okay. Now okay. I know that's not impressive because okay. you'll do that on your own, <laughs> but for us to get that, yeah, I, I felt fucking good. I had yeah. like four kills. Um, I forget how many the other guys had, but we had like seven or eight fucking total kills, and and all of it kind of happened in the beginning. We were just wrecking dudes. It was awesome, uh, and then got to the end and. Uh, we were chasing one guy down and I forget which area we were at, but I wanted to cut him off and I ran into the other side of a building, popped the door open, caustic, um, like the toxic, yeah. uh, his, his ability there. Uh, and that, that wrecked me, that wrecked Luke. And then Keith was then just outnumbered at that point. Um, but yeah, that, that was apex. It was fun. Um, so. play any more of uh the oh, what's this goddamn name uh shit why why can't i remember names now uh the new guy revenant revenant uh i played i played a match as revenant but that was one of the matches that didn't end well um the one so i played you know bloodhound's kind of my guy but damn it i'm i'm blanking on the other one um it's one of the original characters where the ultimate ability just kind of like rains down like an airstrike sort of thing. Is it the ones that is it the dome shield or the smoke? Uh, smoke. Bangalore? It's a female character. Yeah. Bangalore. That's it. Bangalore. Yes. Because um, I quite honestly, I wasn't paying attention during the character selection. That's what it chose. But it, it kind of worked out. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I need to play that character more because I like that one. Um yeah apex it's great yeah uh anything else you got for me i think that's about it i I created a character in divinity original sin 2 what what, uh, kind, what kind of character are you building i chose uh, a cleric as kind of like my base okay sort of thing all right um because I wanted something where I could get abilities that do damage, but then I also like healing at the same time. So mm-hmm. kind of went went that route. Um, man, that character creator is deep, though. Yeah, there's and, a lot. Yeah, you can do a lot there and a lot of customizing of, like, talents and different abilities you got. It's kind of overwhelming. I haven't played something like that in a long time. Um so literally I made that character and then I walked around a little bit and that's about it. So I got to get off the tutorial area in, in that ship. And then, uh, yeah, I think you and I are going to try to play a lot of divinity original sin too. I'm excited. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. What, what character, like, are you making a new character or, or well, let me ask this. How does the co-op work? I guess. Uh, I haven't played it, but the way I, I kind of remember the other one working is that I will play as one of the characters in your party, or we might split up. Uh, I might get two of the characters in your party and then you get the other two. 
Okay. Um, Got you. So you're not making a character and bringing that into my game. Not, not if it works the way it did in the first original sin. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. There, are, I am not disappointed by the fact that I won't bring a character in because I know some of the characters in that are in the game are really cool to play as as well. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to just play something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I haven't played anything like that uh, sort of, you know, old school CRPG sort of game in, gosh, since like Baldur's Gate 2. Oh, God. And never, like the original Neverwinter Nights back in the day. It's like, holy crap. It'll be fun. Cool. I think that's it for me. Um, I know the one thing I wanted to try to play this week that I didn't get to that I'll try to play for next week. I, I personally want to try that Final Fantasy VII demo. I know last night you were saying you don't want to, you, you're just going to wait for the game, but I want to uh, give that a shot. Yeah. It, it it looks good. Like I've seen some video yeah. of it. It's it's a damn good looking game. Uh, I just I can wait because I kind of have an idea of the direction that Square Enix has been taking their action RPGs. So like I I I'm not sure I'll be too surprised when I when I play it. Yeah, and also we are twelve days away from Doom. Oh God! In Animal Crossing. Did you fucking s- do? Mm. So yeah. there was a thing on Game Informer. Did you see they put they put together a heavy metal choir? No. Well, no. Yes, yes, I did see something. I saw that they were playing a show somewhere. Right? Uh, yeah. They, well, what they did was they got like a bunch of front front men from uh, heavy metal bands and brought them all together to do oh, wow. some really different sort of recording stuff it's yeah it it's gonna sound pretty fucking cool i i heard like a small clip of it and god damn oh yeah i'm I'm reading this now um uh ministry okay they're very interesting um the world i knew i don't know that band uh but yeah that that sounds fucking cool. That's an interesting way to kind of, because that that original that soundtrack for Doom 2016 was so fucking good. And it's kind of like, how do you top that sort of thing? And mm-hmm. maybe maybe this is the way. I don't know. I'm, I'm gosh, this got me way more excited now as a mm-hmm. a metal fan. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. What about you? Have you played played anything else? Yeah, uh, I guess I'll just leave off with what what I played last night. I played some Sims Four. Oh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I fucked my wife. My wife. <laughs> oh gosh, but uh, yeah, I I am enjoying the Sims Four. It is a nice thing to play when you're not coordinated at any at a moment. Yeah, yeah, it's uh. It's good. It, it's a good Sims game. Uh, I got a promotion. Okay. Uh, I actually started a different character. It's an actor. Or I guess the <laughs> career role is uh, entertainer. Uh, okay. But yeah, got a promotion there. Uh, starting to buy some nice stuff for my house. I bought a, bought a mini bar for my house. Oh. All right. Yeah, it's... 
it's fun. Um, I, I yeah, it's it's just one of those things that I will continue to play whenever I don't feel like playing anything that requires too much concentration. Yeah, seems like a good game for that. Um, other things I've played, I am always playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Mostly just playing uh, a few times a week once the reset happens so I can get my loot. Uh, so I'm, I'm building up the set of armor for the latest stuff. It looks pretty cool. Alright. Um, also, playing Apex Legends on my own. I really, 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 really like Revenant. Revenant is so cool. Uh <laughs> His shutdown ability is clutch. It is just awesome, especially when you're when you're coming up on a team that is that is just got done with a fight and they're sitting around looting. You can shut them all down at once and then just fucking wipe them. That feels so good. Right. Uh, Have you won won anything recently? Oh, I haven't had luck uh, in the past couple of days. Um, I think I maybe won a game early last week. Mm. But yeah, I I haven't been winning too much. I've been killing a lot, but I haven't been winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also tried that uh, Deja Loot mode. It's, oh, a limited, yeah. it's a limited time thing where nothing changes. It's the same flight path, same drops. Um, same circle as well, so you could just, like, camp out in the middle of what you know the circle will be. Um... I don't I'm not sure I like that mode. I'm not sure I like what that does to the game, like how people play it. It it, it kind of feels like stale after a, after a round or two. Gotcha. It it doesn't sound uh exciting. No, it isn't. It really yeah, isn't. Like it. you kind of just know where you want to go to get the loot that you want. Yeah. And, and like people like they're it's the internet exists and there are maps online of hey here's where this loot is here's where the circle's going to be for the next week or right. i think they might reset daily the deja loot thing might reset daily so yeah it's i i don't know i don't it's not the way i want to play apex legends yeah it, it's like the randomness in a way is is something that makes a battle royale good when you take that away. Yeah. No, not not that great. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not gonna talk too much more about Apex Legends because I I do it all the time. Uh I've also played a lot more Disco Elysium. Tyler, I have yeah. played I wanna say in the past week, I have played probably about eight hours of Disco Elysium. Wow. That is the main thing I've been playing. And by God, I'm having a fantastic time. And why is that? Solving all these mysteries, meeting all these cool characters, making some char- some choices about my character that will develop in in uh, certain ways. I've my main character has convinced himself that his name. Oh man, what is it's mm, it's something really flamboyant. His real name is Harry Dubois. Uh, oh man man is it 
hairy uh, nuts. Mm, no, it isn't. It isn't hairy nuts. <laughs> it, I think it's Raphael Costo or something like that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's That's interesting. Yeah, he. It's it. There there are some interesting choices you can make. Uh, yeah, I I really like all the characters that are in this game. Um, there's this little fucking teenage asshole named Kuno. Hmm. Uh, and he tells you to go to break into his apartment, uh, steal some cocaine, and kill his dad. Oh, okay. But then when you get there, I'm not going to spoil it. It there is that that storyline has a twist and kind of explains why Kuno is the way he is. Because, hmm, man. I, I'm going to, hmm, let me see if I can find a video of this. Uh, it's, it's, so, uh, how, uh, I'm trying to think. In that game, are you, do you have like a, a multiple quest lines that you're going after or is it a little more straightforward, I guess? So you have your main investigation, you're investigating this murder. Uh, but then other side tasks come up. Like there's this guy who lost his jacket and is like, Hey, can you go get, can you find my jacket for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other stuff too. Like there's apparently a curse in this commercial district that you can investigate. Um, yeah, there, there are a, a whole bunch of side tasks to do alongside okay. uh, the main thing. Cause the thing about like the main quest, uh, you you're going to have to wait for things like you you have to uh, wait for the autopsy report, like when you bring the body down and take it in. Um, there are some things that only happen at certain times in the day. It goes by a day night cycle, um, and yeah, it, you also have to make enough money to uh, pay for your hotel room every gotcha. day and yeah there's there's all sorts of side stuff uh the game does a decent job of keeping track of your side tasks uh it also does a good job at uh keeping track of some of the checks that you failed that you can retry once you uh level up that stat um yeah it's it is a really good game i i like it and tyler i know you have some fears about playing a game by communists mm-hmm. but this game allows you to do a whole multitude of things you could be a fascist if you wanted to oh sure that that is <laughs> why not <laughs> you could, like there are different capo types that they, that they uh put out there um there's like the superstar cop the boring cop the sorry cop uh then there's good cop bad cop ratings and stuff like that Gotcha. Yeah, there there are a lot of different ways you can develop your characters. Um, it sounds very good. <laughs> yeah. It really does. I'm I'm going to uh, link a video for I guess. Well, hmm. I'll let you watch this. I'm going to put it over here. But that's Kuno. He is just a little fucking bastard. And I, I love him. He He's probably one of my favorite characters in the game. Mm. Oh, God. 
So yeah, uh, Disco Elysium. Yeah. Do you need audio for this? No, I can. Uh, I'm just going to uh, talk about some other stuff here real quick because we did talk about Apex Legends. There was an update to Apex Legends that caught me by surprise. So I'll talk about this while you uh, get a l- little watch on there. Um, so Apex Legends changed some things about the inventory system. And I don't like it, but I kind of understand. Um, so they've changed how uh, how stacking works. You used to be able to stack grenades, uh, two grenades in a single slot. Now you can't do that. It's a, a single throwable goes into a slot. I guess there was a problem before of people just chucking grenades and shit. Like, I guess it could get ridiculous if you're chucking a shit ton of grenades at a, at a location. Um, yeah, uh, they've also changed the uh, the healing items. You can only you used to be able to stack three batteries and three uh, med kits each into their own uh, thing. Now it's reduced to two. I'm not exactly sure what they're trying to go for here. But yeah, it's it's just weird. I I have yet to get used to it. <laughs> um, let's see what el- what other changes are here. Yeah, it's yeah. I guess so. I I guess this change will yeah. I, the thing they're noting here is like bombarding people with a bunch of grenades and shit, and making it ne- necessary to have a Watson in your squad for the interception pylon. So I guess now you don't need a Watson as much. I like this guy. You do? What do you, what, yeah. what do you think of Kuno? He seems pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the like fuck it. does Kuno care? Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah, the game is full of a bunch of uh, colorful characters like that. Yeah. You like the yeah. oil painting style? Yeah, that's that's something else I was going to say. I mean, I really love the art style and just the presentation of this game is pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And I, I uh, yeah, I, like I like the way the conversations are kind of done. And um, yeah, I like I like this guy, too. He's funny. Mm hmm. <laughs> all right i think it's time to get into the news tyler let's do it uh first up playstation news this week no not really um but we do have some numbers the top downloads of february on the playstation store uh i'll take us from 20 to 11 as i always do Number 20, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. 19, The Forest. 18, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I don't like how the capitalization of Star Wars leads into other things before the colon. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if there was a colon after Star Wars there, it would be easier to read. But no, that's not what it's going to be. 17 is Star Wars Battlefront 2. 16, Need for Speed Heat. 15, Red Dead Redemption 2. 14, Marvel Spider-Man. 13, EA Sports FIFA 20. 12, EA Sports UFC 3. EA Sports. (laughs) And number... Yes. 
And at number 11, Hunt Showdown. Uh, number 10, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. 9, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 8, Ark Survival Evolved. 7, Minecraft. 6, Rainbow Six Siege. 5, Dreams. 4, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 3, NBA 2K20. 2, Grand Theft Auto 5. And number 1 is The Division 2. Yeah, a lot um, of these games were on sale. I know uh, yes. The Witcher 3, Assassin's Creed, Ark, uh, Rainbow Six, and The Division 2. All were on sale, I, I believe. Yes. I know the Division 2 was on sale for $3, um, probably to get people in to uh, want to buy their new expansion that's out now, the Warlords of New York. Yeah. Have you any interest in the Warlords of New York? <sighs> I'm interested, but I don't know if I... If I, I just don't know if that's something that I really wanted to right now, which is why I just haven't bought into it. Be, just because, like, uh, Doom's right around the corner and Final Fantasy is not far away. And, you know, yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed myself playing Borderlands recently. So, got to pick I your battles. Yeah, exactly. I just don't think that's something that I'd want to uh, dive into. Plus, The Division 2 is way better when you play with some, someone else. And, uh, yeah, don't fully have that. So, yeah, not necessarily diving into that. But uh, good to see Dreams up there at number five. Yeah, Dreams is really cool. I I want to play more Dreams. I'm not sure if I want to create in Dreams because that's a time thing that I don't think I have time for. Right. Uh, but yeah, there, there are a lot of good creations out there, so go check that out. Uh, I've been noticing that the VR games just never change. Nope. Like, no one's <laughs> making new good VR games. Yep. Uh, Beat Saber's I, number one in that category. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure that... PSVR has much of a future unless they do something serious next gen. Well, I, I think you, uh, I think is Sony, I think they definitely should make another headset and make it with a lot less wires. And, you know, maybe that'll get more people into it um, from an accessibility standpoint, at least. And then, you know, just make it a better experience too. But I think, PlayStation VR is going to need something like like Half-Life Alex that's coming out like just something that's just doing uh doing it really well and is a pretty big well-known IP. Well, what, I think that would help. Hmm. But at the same time like I don't think Sony would want to put one of their first-party studios on something like this specifically. I don't know. Like what? What game from Sony's IP would you would you imagine in VR being good or at the level that a Half Life could be? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Cause something like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe like a God of War experience, but even then, that might come across cheesy with what you play um i don't know see the thing is for me when 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 i think of playstation games it's a lot of third person stuff where you see the character you're playing as and vr is just the opposite of that 
that's what I'm. Uh, that's why I was kind of hung up on. I mean, maybe Killzone, but um, Killzone's no Half Life. Um, but maybe still, that could be something that's cool. Mm. Having a cool Killzone adventure, but I just don't know how much that would kind of push uh, people to buying PlayStation VR. Yeah. I don't know, because, yeah, I mean, it's you almost got to take an IP that they have, like an Uncharted or, I don't know, Days Gone, Horizon, and, and really create a brand new experience rather than... Because the thing is with Half-Life Alex, like, yeah, it's made for VR, but, like, Half-Life's already first-person. It almost just feels like a... Um, a lot more natural of a transition in a way to something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They, for some reason, uh, Sony seems to be, well, I, I guess just developers in general, like there's this whole superhero thing that, you know, that Iron Man VR thing. How about, how about an infamous VR? Oh yeah, that would be sick. I'd like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They, that that's not something that we have to figure out. That's that's on them. <laughs> yeah, but I I do think they're going to do another headset. That's my my hot take. That's not really a hot take. Hmm. Okay. Well. I think that that's it here for the numbers that we really need to talk about. And Tyler, I guess we need to talk about video game adaptations. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us is getting a show. It's it's going to be on HBO. The Neil Druckmann's on it. The creator of Chernobyl is on it. It's, yep. It's going to be the thing they do. Uh, instead of a Last of Us movie, they're doing this TV series. I, Tyler, I don't, I don't know about this man. I don't know. Why not? I maybe I'm just burned out on prestige TV, but like I, I just feel like I don't need this. It's, I think here uh, Neil Druckmann hinted that this is a retelling of the story of Ellie and Joel. I, th- I believe he said that somewhere here. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I'm not sure I need that. I'm not sure I need many, any, if, uh, I, you know what? Let him do it. I don't, I don't know if I'll watch it. I, uh, I am kind of excited for this. Um, in that, one, Neil Druckmann is involved, which I think is essential. And then two, Chernobyl was amazing uh, from Craig Mazin. And uh, it like Chernobyl's probably the best limited series uh, show I have ever seen. Like it was fucking great. Um, so for him to kind of adapt that that experience in a way to something like the last of us, um, and then have Neil Druckmann involved, I think is really cool and could end up being very well done. And then also the fact that it's HBO, like HBO, um, you know, they're known for their quality. Uh, not everything is, but, uh, that's something that they're, that, 
they nail a lot of times. And, um, you know, you look at the Watchmen series recently, which was fucking unbelievably good. Um, and that's kind of an, an adaption, not of a video game, but of a comic book and kind of a movie. And they did it really well. So I, I, I think there's there's a lot of good hope for this series to be well done. Um, the only thing that uh, I don't really need, uh, in a way, is, is to have that story retold in TV format. I'm not saying it can't be well done uh, and, and can't be done well, let's say. Um, but I guess that's just coming from me having played the game a couple times. Uh, but I do feel like it could serve well for for that TV format, that story. I, I would just almost want something new in The Last of Us world, like a new new characters, just because the world's bigger than just Joel and Ellie. Um, I mean, not, not according to Joel. Right. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. But, you know, maybe, you, you know, who knows how much uh, that would draw people in. I don't know. But also at the same time, the movie is now dead, which I would much rather see this as an HBO show than a movie. So I'm glad they're they're going that way. Okay, cast it right now. Joel and Ellie. Oh, I, I 100% have to go with uh, what has been going around on Twitter. Um, like, I don't I, I don't have any other other choices other than um, I am totally blanking on the names, but uh, the guy that played Jamie in Game of Thrones and the uh, chick from uh, Unbelievable – uh, the Netflix show, and uh, she was also in Booksmart as well. I feel like that would be fucking perfect because not only do they look the part, but I think they could pull it off too, both of them. Um, so that that's that's what I got to go with. Okay, that'd be great. What about you? You have any picks? No, I I'm not interested in casting <laughs> this. It's whoever they cast, it's going to be a little bit off. So and you can't like. Yeah. I'm not going to bash it for that, but also I have in my mind what I what I know that story to be and seeing this might be uh it might it might be just a little bit weird. Maybe. It could. I'm I'm curious what they do with certain story elements as well and in how they deal with um the time jumping and all that that kind of happens in the game um i also am curious if they're going to get an actual fucking draft that'd be awesome if they don't fuck this shit (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh yeah Yeah, it's and it's going to be interesting to see i mean it's hbo how far will they take it Oh, I think they'll take it all the way. HBO's not, they're not afraid of that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, I guess, when is this due? Uh, they didn't say, but I would imagine it's definitely a couple years out. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's something we can wait for. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. 
We've got some mix up here. Some of these first party studios. Uh, the head of Santa, Santa Monica Studio, uh, former head of Santa Monica Studio, left to go join Google Stadia. Um, and now there is now now the new uh, head of Santa Monica is Yumi Yang, who has been there for 19 years. Right. I'd say they know what they're they know what they're getting into if you've been there for 19 years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I, I guess. We, we won't know what this means until the next God of War comes out. Right. Uh, Yumi Yang was very much involved with uh, God of War 2018. So, you know, I, I feel she's definitely got it, uh, got the uh, right talent and experience to to run a studio. But that is definitely much different than making a game. Yeah. Well, um, but man, yeah, Shannon Studd still was there for fucking ever and obviously led this studio through a lot of different times. And, um, yeah, I guess he wants to try something new going over to uh, Stadia. So see how that works out. Um, and Stadia has a lot of work to do. Yeah, I for sure. Uh, yep. <laughs> and, you know, some of that work might not even be about games. It right. might just be about the service itself. But, right. yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it'd be interesting to see what she does on her own, um, or, or at least outside of the PlayStation ecosystem. But um, I feel like Santa Monica is definitely in the right hands, and I feel like they're, you know, they're definitely going to make a sequel to, to God of War. So, you know, I don't see them doing anything different. Anytime soon. Why would you not make a sequel to God of War right away? You know? Yeah, it's that's that <laughs> is the thing. There is no other path, at least none that we can see. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you got to do a sequel to God of War, you know, a third one, maybe. Uh, but then, you know, from there, maybe they can figure something out because they were working on a new IP before they did God of War 2018 that ended up getting canceled. So uh, I'm curious, you know, when Sony Santa Monica gets around to making a new IP, how well that goes this time. And maybe, you know, through Yumi Yang's uh, leadership, it maybe goes a little different. I don't know. Not saying that the reason why that game got canceled was because of Shannon. Um, but, you know, you never know. People have definitely different Everybody has a different like management and leadership style. Um, so I'm curious to see where where the studio goes in the next couple of years. Yeah. Tyler, I'm curious to see where E3 goes this year. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm I'm curious if it even happens. I'm you know what? I would not miss it all that much. As long as, like, I think video game companies will have this understanding that, hey, yo, this is a good week to put shit out. But video-wise, I don't necessarily need there to be this big-ass event happening, as long as everyone is on the same page and maybe... Yeah. But here's the thing yeah. about E3 2020. 
they were trying to team up with IM Eight Bit to make their experience one for the. Uh, they were trying to develop the show into something for the public audience, and IM Eight Bit has decided that they are not going to uh, continue this partnership, and they're dropping out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think uh, this. I think E3 is dead. Also, Los Angeles County has declared a state of emergency over this coronavirus. I don't know how E3 justifies continuing for this year. I I, I don't either. And, uh, you know. Unless this whole coronavirus situation gets better anytime soon, which it seems like it might not, um, I I don't see E3 happening. And, you know, the fact that so many people and partners have pulled out of this show really says a lot. You know, and I'm, I, I would love to know what those specific things are now. I mean, we know some of the direction they're going and it doesn't seem that exciting, but I am eight bit pulling out Jeff Keeley pulling out PlayStation pulling out again, saying that they felt like this year's show just didn't align with what they wanted to do. It's not a good look. No, not at all. Not uh, a good look. I would go as far to say that, <laughs> seeing everyone drop out they obviously don't have FOMO <laughs> no <laughs> they do not they do not at all god damn just the way that they talked about that I know privately through those presentations but it was just dis- just thinking about that it's just disgusting how they look at this show as yeah. being like this this product that they need to just like I don't know it's PAX doesn't even do that. PAX, well, at least we haven't seen it. PAX doesn't fucking go out there like, hey, we want to generate FOMO for people who aren't here. It's about the, it's really about the experience of people who are actually there. Like, why are you trying to do this whole FOMO bullshit? Right. Like, fuck off. Right. And I mean, I I agree with you too of like, you know, if E3 doesn't happen in all these different uh, publishers decide to just put out digital videos on YouTube um, at the same time. Like I'm fine with that because at the end of the day, E3 for someone like me or you and I, it's about the announcements. It's not actually being there because to be honest with you, once those conferences are done, I hardly pay attention to anything that's going on with E3 Mm -hmm. in great detail. And, you know, I might, hop on IGN and watch a couple of demos that are going on or whatever. But otherwise, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's for the people that are, that are there. Um, so if those publishers still decide to just put their announcements out in some sort of state of play, Nintendo direct sort of thing, then what's the point of E3 anymore? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like E3 has gone in the opposite direction that it needed to really because I E3 was a useful thing for developers to come like to meet the publishers and see if they can pitch their games to publishers and stuff like that. It's it's just not that show anymore 
uh, and E3 has the ESA has gone away from that for E3. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it, it's value. It can, it's still in a way valuable to get, uh, hands on, on a lot of this stuff, but like Ubisoft could have their own event, you know what I mean? They could have their own, own thing and bring a bunch of, um, you know, journalists and influencers, whatever, like without E3 and it's still probably less fucking money. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just, it, it it makes me sad though because I I do love E3. I've always looked forward to E3 every year. Um, but the way this is going so far is not not good. Yeah, I I think that uh, we'll get. You can still be excited about like the the stuff that would come out of E3. Like there's there are ways that uh, these publishers can set up their presentations make it an, yep. and make it an online event that can still generate that kind of excitement right i agree and yeah i just don't see it happening too uh, like south by southwest just got canceled obviously dc got postponed um gdc's canceled they can't they can't fucking do gdc there's no fucking way they're gonna they're gonna do a GDC this year. Why not? Uh, well, if they do have a GDC, it's not gonna be it's not going to be the same as as it normally is because a lot of people just won't be able to go. Like they've already lost their money from travel expenses. True. Trying to get to the fir- first date. And like the second round, you're going to have a significantly smaller group of developers coming. It's that's just how it's going to be. Right. And at that point, you why know, do it? Why? Yeah. At that point, why do it? But then also you're just a couple months away from the next one. Um, if they try to do it again in March, like yeah. it traditionally is in 2021, you know, some people. Uh, might say, you know, we're not coming this year, but book us for 2021 if you're doing it then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah. All right. We've got some announcements, Tyler. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Amnesia Rebirth. Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm not sure which no, one okay. you were going for, but uh, there's going to be an Amnesia remaster coming? Or no, it's, it's a, new it's a sequel. Oh, yes. Rebirth is a thing that sometimes signifies a remaster. Right. Which is what confused <laughs> me. Okay, so there's a new Amnesia game coming. It's a, it's It looks scary. It looks very scary. Um, I've not played Amnesia, but I also don't want to <laughs> because it seems fucking freaky. But I know, I know the game is at least that first one's very popular. Um, it's one of those YouTube streaming sort of horror games. I feel yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not discounting its quality at all. But yeah, ten years, uh, and they're finally making a sequel to the first game. Uh, friction. What? Yeah. What? Frictional games. Um, they also made Soma as well. Yes, Soma also a very good game. Yeah, I haven't played Soma. 
I heard about it, it's good. They made a mode in Soma where you can't die, but it's also still fucking scary. Mm. Oh, God. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, not, this is not something I want to play, <laughs> but, but I'm, Tyler, sure, I'm sure people will like it. Yes. Tyler, you do want to play this, though, Ghost of Tsushima, which now has yeah. a release date. June 26th. Yes. I did not expect it this soon, but I am happy Good. for it. Uh, yeah, I... I want to play this game. I don't need to see any more video. I don't need to see any more presentations. Uh, right. I'm going to play this damn thing. It looks pretty cool. What, what do you think? Yeah. Ghost. Did, did you uh, watch the new trailer at all by any chance? No. I I guess I'll click on the... Let me make sure this is muted. It's just a story trailer, and, and story seems oh, cool, okay. but... Uh, Never mind, I won't watch it muted because I'll get exactly nothing from it. Yeah, I mean, you'll see visually, though, some of the things they show off. Oh, my God. I don't know how this game is as fucking beautiful. It blows my mind. It's it's on, like, to me, like Red Dead Redemption 2 levels of, like, I don't know how you're getting this out of this console sort of thing. Okay. Um, Holy crap, does this, this game look great to me? Uh, and then, yeah, some of the characters seem pretty cool that they show off. Um, and, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Definitely a different experience from Sucker Punch, and it'll be exciting to see how it pans out. Yeah, I, you know what, June 26th, I think my calendar's clear then. Hopefully I'll be done with some other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the next three months for PlayStation 4 is fucking crazy. Um, because in, just in terms of exclusives, like um, Neo 2 drop next, drops next week. Um, then what? Final Fantasy 7 Remake is in April. Last of Us is in May. Ghost of Tsushima is in June. There's Iron Man VR is in there. Holy moly. Yeah. It's a hell of a run. And... Um, just games in general is going to be picking up here very, very soon. I didn't expect it to be this soon either, but I feel like that whole rumor when the last of us got pushed that, um, you know, it also pushed ghost of Tsushima out. Um, but they were kind of ready to go a little sooner than that. Definitely seems kind of true. If they're coming out less than a month after last of us. Yeah. I, I really thought this game was going to be in like August. Yeah. It's, September. Yeah. I yeah, I I want I want to hit things with a sword. I want to fucking slice people in half and fucking yes, do all kinds of cool samurai shit. Me too. Yeah, I I just really like the art direction of this a lot also. Yep. It's it's got that old samurai movie look. Right. I like it. I don't like this next thing at all <laughs> Resident Evil 3 remake I'm sure that game's going to be good and I'll like that but I will not like the fact that the nemesis will be able to break into your safe rooms yeah <sighs> I don't like that at all either um, so in Resident Evil 2 
even if Mr. X was chasing you, you could just hop in a safe room and he'll be like, oh, what happened? And then just kind of walk away. But now that set in the safe rooms aren't exactly safe anymore. No, which that's is very, very frightening. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I could do this, man. I, they're supposed to be safe rooms. They're called safe rooms for a reason, and now they're mm, they're really fu- they're fucking with us, man. They're fucking mm-hmm. with us. They are. Um, not every room is going to be like this. Capcom says, but um, some of them will be. Oh, great! That's, so that's it's just gonna cute. it's just gonna be some sort of fucking jack in the box. It's like, yeah, oh fuck! Exactly. He broke into this safe room. Yep. Yep. And also the fact that, like, Nemesis is a lot more horrifying, in my opinion, in terms of what he can do than Mr. X. Like, Mr. X would just kind of walk after you, but Nemesis is, like, fucking shooting flamethrowers at you, and it has way more speed and all this stuff. It's like, no, boy, this should be good. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. Less than a month for, for this one, too. Yeah. All right, but Tyler, those games aren't out yet. But if you want to get some games on sale, that's a thing you can do right now. Uh, the double discount sale for PlayStation Plus members up to fifty percent off on these video games deals good until March eighteenth. Tyler, I'm going to scroll all the way down as we do this every time here. Uh, Wolfenstein Two. There's a bunch Ooh. of Wolfenstein 2 stuff. I guess the Digital Deluxe Edition is $24, and I believe that gets you the DLCs, which are okay. all also on sale if you haven't played those. Battlefield 5 is $12. Not too bad. Dude, do you remember Battlefield Hardline? <laughs> the cop one? Yeah, I remember yes. that. That is on sale for 4 bucks. Now, for some reason, they have Watch Dogs 2 written down here twice. Okay. One listing is for $12.99, the other for $12.49. I don't know what the difference is here, or if they just fucked up. Right. Uh, but Watch Dogs 2. Uh, Burnout Paradise HD is $8. That's pretty good. They did the same thing to Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I don't know what they're doing here. $19 if you want to play that Breakpoint. Yeah. Uh, City Skylines, $12. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have here? A Stellaris Console Deluxe Edition, $24. Man. It's a lot of shit on sale. Devil May Cry HD collection is $15. Get a lot of Devil May Cry in there. Um, and then uh, a lot of Dishonored stuff on sale. Dishonored Definitive Edition, $7. Death of the Outsider Deluxe is $18. And the Complete Collection is $24. Those games are great. Your cat sounds... Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Very needy. <laughs> she... So if you shut any fucking door, she freaks out. And especially if there's only one of us home, which right now I'm just in the office. Uh, yeah. And had the door shut so I can do this show. But 
my wife left and now she wants in, so I'm going to let her in. Okay. So she'll stop. <laughs> All righty. I'll continue on here with the sales. You can get Rocket League for $10. Get Rise of the Tomb Raider 20 year celebration for $8.39. Pray and Dishonored 2 can get bundled together for $17. Uh, the, hmm, the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is $15. Overcooked is $6.79. Uh, you can get Okami HD for $10. But I think the biggest thing here on this list is uh, Mortal Kombat 11. For $24. Uh, if you want to get in on that bloody, gory Mortal Kombat action. Tyler, are you back? I guess he is not. Huh. Or if he is, I can't hear him. Hmm. This might be a problem. I don't know. Uh, I've also got... Let's see here... Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition for $10. But yeah, all these sales are good until March 18th. Go check that out on the PlayStation Store. That's called the PS Plus Double Discount Sale. And I'm going to try to find out what happened to Tyler here. Uh... Yeah, this is weird. All, I, I know what his office looks like, and all he has to do is stand up and go open the door. But, uh... Hear me. There we are. Okay, he's back. What the fuck? What happened? I don't know, man. I literally just rolled over and opened the door, and that's it. Huh. Um... So I have no clue what just happened. I apologize for that. That's also, all right. the Audacity recording just randomly stopped. Okay. Uh, uh, it should be all right. Um, and the recording on OBS here has been fine. Um, okay. All right. I just finished up the sales here, so let's go on to the new video games of the week. Tyler, there is... There, there are video games that came out this week, but there's, there's really one big one. Yes. And that's Neo 2. Neo 2's out. Yeah. This week, uh, let's go read over some of the others. There's one called Covert, which I'd guess is some sort of spy game. Uh, uh, Hidden Through Time on PS4 is the next game. And there's Jump Step Step, which, huh, okay. Says it's a programming game. Great. Just what I need to to think while playing my video games. Right. Now, Bob is short-circuited and goes mental. Jesus. (laughs) God damn it. No. Come on, video games. Uh, next up is Langrisser 1 and 2, PS4, digital and retail. Um, seems like it could be a JRPG sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, there's also Monster Viator, or Viator. I don't, hmm, this is, 
another one of those anime games that I don't know what it's about. But yeah. uh looks like there's a dude with a big sword. <laughs> a very intricate sword as yeah. well. What the fuck? Uh, my Hero One's Justice 2. Okay. All right. Is this a My Hero Academia thing or is this yeah, different? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, uh, 3D Arena Fighter. Hmm. Okay, then there's Neon City Riders with a guy that kind of looks like Meta Knight. Yeah. Uh, it says it's a 2D action adventure game. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up is Neo 2. I will read this one, though. Journey to 1555 Japan, a country gripped in endless warfare where monsters and evil spirits stalk a land of natural beauty in menacing peril. Hunt down your enemies as a rogue mercenary wielding the supernatural powers of the mythical yokai. Can you survive the treacherous Sengoku era in the new and terrifying Dark Realm? Mm. Game looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. Uh, we've got Super Destronaut Land Wars as the final game this week. It's also a Vita game that's digital cross-buy with PS4. Uh, looks like some sort of arcade shooter. But yeah, that's video games. Yeah. Neo 2 definitely the big one. Oh, yeah. Curious to see where that game lands in terms of like reviews and you know, all that as well. Yeah. That review should be up, shouldn't they? If it uh, if it releases this week, yeah, I mean it should be probably early next week. I imagine, but it's Sunday, and this game releases in like two days. Uh, the thirteenth. This coming Friday. Oh, oh, okay. So it's a Friday release. So I, all right. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Are you going to check it out? I might just do that. I right. like the Neo. Yeah. I need to play more of the first one. Might just have to give that a shot. I've also been looking at getting that Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Mm. That's a really sharp looking anime fighter. Because you've been playing the mobile version of it? Or uh, yes, is it a different the, game? It is a different game. It is okay. one of them gotchas. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah it's those characters look really good and the moves they pull off just fantastic Uh, but yeah anything you looking forward to playing I know you (sighs) want to play some Divinity yeah Divinity is certainly I need to get in there and do some of that otherwise I'm not sure since I finished Call of Duty. I got to gotta think of... Because here's my kind of dilemma. There's some games I want to dive into, but they're a little bit longer. And Doom's ran around a quarter. So yeah. I don't want to get into something super long. Um, but I don't know. I'll, I'll figure some shit out. I don't know. What about you? Uh, I'm going to continue on in Disco Elysium. All right. Uh, I won't... I'm going to look up how long that game is because I am 12 hours into it. Let's see. Disco Elysium. Okay, so it says 
if I'm just doing the main story, it's 19 and a half hours. Uh, main story, an extra, it's 27 hours. Completionist, 38 and a half hours. So, Seems manageable. Yeah, so I'm guessing about probably I'll be closer to that 27 hour range there. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm a little less than halfway through that game. Yeah. Uh, right on. I'm awesome. Hmm, what else am I looking to play? I've got other things downloaded. I have the original Baldur's Gate downloaded, and I th- I think I mentioned I started that game a week mm. ago. Uh, might play some of that. I'm also I've also looked at finishing off Pillars of Eternity and then playing Pillars Two. Gotcha. God damn, those games are big. <sighs> yeah, that's something I do have downloaded through Game Pass, but I know that's a that's a thing to oh, dive into. Oh, <laughs> yes. You you want to know how long that game is? According to um, howlongtobeat.com? How long? Of Pillars of Eternity. The main story, Tyler. Now, this is the main story if you're just playing that. Is 35 and a half hours. Oh, wow. Main, pl- main plus extra, 60 and a half hours. Whew. Completionist, 101 hours. Wow, holy crap. How long is... I'll look it up here. Divinity? Divinity. 52 hours main story. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot how big that game was. <laughs> main plus extra, 93 and a half. Holy Tyler, crap. we're going to have some fun. Yeah, completionist, 141 hours. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that should be a, a good time. I think I might play more Darksiders Genesis because I started that. Um, that's definitely not a major um, or a big investment like some of these other games. And then I, uh, like I said earlier, I want to try that Final Fantasy VII demo, so I might try to do, do that as well. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, we'll be back again next week to talk about those games and more. But until then, if you have any questions, you can send them to us a couple of ways. One way is via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. You can f- uh, find me on Twitter at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. We would like it if you gave us ratings and reviews, and would like it even more if you shared us with your friends. Uh, Until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Sorry about my cat.